It's not playing with Lex and Dan. I'm the Lex half of the equation. I'm the Dan half of the equation. And together it adds up to magic. Dan Lex. Lexton. I've never been that good at math. I'm more of a writer. Uh, But uh, as you know, or not, each week we watch a new movie. And it's new in the sense of new to at least one of us. And tonight's movie is Die Hard. Dan, have you seen Die Hard? Oh, so many times. Uh, I have seen it zero many times. Well, that's interesting because our show is about watching movies for the first time. So that's that's quite the coincidence. <laughs> it's lucky that we picked this one. Then. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, I mean, if we'd picked like, you know, I don't know, you know, uh, the Nutty Professor or something, we might be. <laughs> I've seen that one. I think I saw it and I regret it. I've seen it. the Eddie Murphy version. I haven't seen the, the original. It was Jerry Lewis? Jerry I Lewis. didn't see the Jerry Lewis one. All right. Well, so let's let's get Die Hard queued up and ready to go. All right. Well, I've got my movie right up to the point where the 20th Century Fox logo fades to black. So I'm ready when you are. All right, we'll hit play in one, two, three. Gordon Company Silver Pictures. (laughs) This entire movie takes place on a plane. See, I didn't know that. I'll tell you what I know about Die Hard. I know Bruce Willis is in it. I know he says, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Did you say zippy Kaye? Yippee. Yippee, and, that would be correct. And, and I know that um, I know from the Chris Farley show on Saturday Night Live that at some point I believe Bruce Willis takes off his shoes and socks and walks across walks across a, a pile of broken glass. All right. I believe the bad guy. No, not the bad guy. I believe the um, one of the guys from Galaxy Quest is the bad guy in this movie. Maybe. Yeah, that's technically correct. That's about all I know. Are we in sync? Where are you? On the rug barefoot, make a fist with your toes. Fist with your toes. That's where I am. (laughs) I don't drink coffee either. I don't see movies, I don't drink coffee. (laughs) This is from that great age where um, you you could bring a gun on a plane. Those were the days. That is a big... Is that even a bear? I'm sure it's a bear. That bear is a cu- crucial character in this movie. Oh, wow. I had no idea. I know that this is also considered a Christmas movie. That's it is a... Cri- in fact, it is a Christmas movie. It takes place at Christmas. I don't even know what Die Hard means. Is that ever explained? Yeah, if it's, I'm a, it's die, all a big commercial for the Sears, the batteries you buy from Sears. <laughs> like, is there a line at some point? Like, if I'm going to die, I want to wanna... die hard. <laughs> yes, Lex. That's the, that's the climax of the movie. Is is he dying hard because he smokes and smoking kills? Is that a rat? Is it a teddy bear or a rat? It's a teddy bear. Alan Rickman. That's the guy who I meant. Alan Rickman. <laughs> Probably not from Galaxy Quest, but in my mind he is. I like Alexander good enough because he was just good enough for this movie. Yeah, he was. Now, Bonnie Bedelia also sounds like a screen name. I mean, a, a name for a stage name. That's what they call them. Yes. Nerds call them screen names. Reginald Vell Johnson. It is Christmas. Yay. Good job, everybody. 
He sounds Jewish. He doesn't look Jewish. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little offensive. <laughs> William Atherton continuing his string of playing 80s movies villains. <laughs> that sounds looped. Oh, and you know Bonnie Bedelia because you uh, you watch Parenthood. Who is? She? Oh, is she the mom on Parenthood? Yes. Wow. It, younger. <laughs> She's younger here. Holy well, crap. this is almost twenty-five years ago. Devoro White. <laughs> Devoro, please. <laughs> that would be awesome if there was a baby that could actually tend bar. Well, she's saving herself with Craig T. Nelson, I understand. These children are also very important. McLean, that's his name. John McLean. Indeed. Wait, that's Bruce Willis' wife? You're picking up on everything, just left and right. Wait for the pan. Preppy Bruce Willis with the vest. Why was that guy hitting on her? She's married. Does that mean she's sleeping with Santa? Probably not. She Did you see her kissing Santa Claus? <laughs> then no. Now this seems racist. <laughs> Telefono, by the way, is Spanish for telephone. I don't know Spanish. <laughs> she has to work on Christmas Eve? I know. And I bet they don't even report her income to the IRS. Oh, Bruce Willis gets shut down. Wow. You're about a half second ahead of me. Spoiler. I'm trying to compensate. (laughs) Getting ever closer. No, he should not be checking out young women either. Come on, you're married. Although, honestly, if you're going to check out somebody in that airport, she's the one. That would be a good move. Uh, luggage carts. So many luggage carts. That stands for Jesus motherfucking McLean. Or does that say Jay McLean? Because then it doesn't work. (laughs) Worst line ever. (laughs) Nice bear. His mom really enjoyed socks. He's not supposed to sit up there. But then where would the bear sit? The bear gets the back to itself. They're driving that point home. Oh, that's why his mom loves socks. <laughs> Get it? You you with me now? Yeah. I had no idea what you meant. 
They're in L.A., right? They are in L.A. Is he going to run into a Beverly Hills cop while he's here, do you think? Oh, man. Crossover. The crossover potential is just rich. I don't know about Beverly Hills cop, but there there may be cops. He's a cop. You, you are you catching up on this? He got a gun on the on the right. This is basically the same movie. So let me tell you, does does LA have to like import all its cops in order to actually <laughs> yeah. get cops that are like there's worthwhile? A, there's a a severe shortage of police officers in Los Angeles. Well, like competent ones. In. I thought he said the thing had CDs. Yeah, but they didn't own any CDs. I mean, it's the eighties. <laughs> This is a good song. I wish they were doing the new track. Based on the novel. There's a novel? It's not called Die Hard. Hint. It's weird that it doesn't say based on the novel, whatever the title is, by so In the so. second one, which is based on a completely different novel by a completely different author about a completely different character, it does, I believe. Have you read the original book oh. on which Die Hard is based? Oh, of course. It's like Shakespeare, man. I think you're lying. That's probably true. Do you think they named the main character John McClane because it's directed by John McTiernan? Well, John McClane is a cop. John McTiernan, I think, went to prison recently. <laughs> so there's some similarities. Well, Argyle really cares a lot about our hero here. Sock it to me, Argyle. That's what he should have said. Oh, I forgot one no, of the magazines used to have weird antennas like this that. Is, this is Nakatomi, not Sakatumi. <laughs> Nakatomi Tower. Gudnav. <laughs> I have no idea who Gudnav is, by the way. Oh, you'll you'll know. It's fairly obvious. Does he sound like Balky? Uh, maybe a little bit. <laughs> Vests! This guy must be a cop! <laughs> A cop in charge. <laughs> oh, I love the touch screen. Check it out. Is that an iPad? Yeah. I can't believe that that's true. There is no app for that. Not yet. <laughs> I like that all the names on here are, char- are like probably names of other characters from other 80s movies. That's what I like to think. I always like to believe that they're members of the cast. Or the crew, really. He's really upset by this iPad. Yeah. No fucking angry birds on this thing. I figure I'm allowed to swear since this is an R-rated movie. Go for it. <laughs> In case you've never used an elevator before. <laughs> Push the Get button matching the direction the you'd like to go. <laughs> and when there's a noise, the door's open, you should probably get off. <laughs> You're on candid camera. Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's a vest. These guys are all cops, clearly. (laughs) I want to see a movie about every minor character in this film. (laughs) (laughs) The man who teaches about elevators. Uh, That was an excellent movie. Yeah. That's a really feel-good story. Wow, the limo has a car phone. This is, you know. This is advanced technology. Yeah. Did you ever have a car phone? God, no. I did have one car phone. Really? And a car I inherited from my parents, yeah. Classy. I was only allowed to use it to call them. It's like the phones on the planes. Oh, this is where that party was. I recognize the decor. It's like the first... Is this the first time you've ever watched a movie? (laughs) 
Yes. You have empirical evidence that that is not the case. Wow, that waterfall is serious. They got a quartet. And there's four people in it. It's my favorite kind of quartet. Not as good as the five-person quartet. No. I feel like he's maybe underdressed for this, and he hates his drink. He's having a he's having a rough day. He had a fly, and he's scared of airplanes. His wife put his picture down. Now that's weird. Well, that's right, Jesus, Christmas spirit. Fucking California, indeed. I hope faxing some documents isn't a euphemism. Oh. <laughs> totally wasn't doing coke. <laughs> totally was not doing coke right there. He doesn't know what that means either. <laughs> <laughs> I never trust a man with a beard. I feel like that background is terrible. You know, they got to keep matte painters in work. (laughs) Don't worry. Everybody hates Ellis. His name is Ellis. That's my dad's name. I mean, I don't know. Everybody hates Ellis is the sitcom story of my life. (laughs) Hi, dad. (laughs) Don't be ridiculous. That's a chase talking kiss. I feel like maybe their marriage is in trouble. Does Ellis get punched at some point in the movie? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. I just I can't watch the movie if Ellis isn't going to get punched. I do have to say kudos to the actor because I certainly hate him within like I don't know ten minutes of this movie. He's doing his Hart Bachner is doing his job. I feel like if I thought about it, I would know that Bruce Willis wore a wife beater style tank top in this movie too. I think I knew that. I mean, I just assume that's what he wears all of the time. <laughs> There's no costuming in this film. It's the, It was on a budget. Use the hand towel on your armpits. What the hell is happening here? It's a free restroom. Do whatever the hell you want. Oh, 
they're divorced. They're not. They're not divorced. They're, I believe, separated. If you if you missed if you missed the conversation with Argyle, she moved here oh, right, for a right, job. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I get it. This is just like the Macworld office parties. <laughs> Coke, booze, promiscuity. It's a Japanese name. I just figured. <laughs> wow, that's a serious scar on his arm. I think that's just the light. I don't. She's also in the military. Some of these names must be fake. You know, I don't think he's finished with that conversation yet, nor is his chest hair. He's got a hard head, though. That's relevant. I'll keep that in mind. Ooh, they got a bathroom phone. And Evian and Scope. Evian backwards? And Naive. Yeah. Uh-oh, They're the about to get an got... unexpected delivery. Wow. Oh, wait. Is she going to fall back in love with him because he saves He saves you, it when Do you not want to see in? the movie, Lex? I could recap the movie for you in way no, less I'm just, time. I'm just I'm telling you as a first-timer, this is what I have no idea what the movie is about. You have no idea what this movie is about at all? There's Christmas and he's a good guy and there's bad guys and he says yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. That's all. Is that so Pat you Sajak? do know what this movie is about. <laughs> that guy really looks like Pat Sajak. You're going to want to buy a vowel. R-S-T-L-N-E. Just remember, nothing bad ever happened to a guy wearing a vest. Wow, that the long-haired guy looks like a really bad guy. I'm so sorry, Pat. More like Wheel of Misfortune, am I right? You gotta listen to the music, too. Are those French horns? They, there's a there's a motif throughout the movie, of like minor versions of Christmas music, um, just one really. It's Ode to Terror. <laughs> Let me see if you could guess which actor is playing that guy. What would you guess? <laughs> I have no idea who that actor is. Do you like you hockey? Who the, is the, I don't really oh. pay attention to. Oh man, that guy is super dead. Uh, I know like Wayne Gretzky, and that's about it for hockey players. Well, there's a, a lot player. of bad guys. <gasps> Alan Rickman. You shall be avenged. Uh, he prefers Professor Snape. <laughs> I've not seen those movies either. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This dude's got a lot of bling. 
Oh man, this game is the best. Lockout. You ever play Lockout? <laughs> they never had a Mac compatible version. Well, if they stop the escalators, nobody's going to be able to get out. <laughs> well, they'll need that guy to tell them how to use the escalators. And he's dead, man. He ain't coming back. How do I walk down these things? They're not moving. My I always thought when they turn them off, they should turn broken. into ramps. <laughs> yeah, you and, you and Mitch Hedberg. He's broken. Wow. Alan Rickman looks young, too. I love no, how happy those, this guy is. Those are important. Why are they in such a rush? They have everything under control. Oh, they got it. she's dressing up as this. Wow. This is a serious plan. They know what they're doing. His cart. There we go. This guy looks less like Pat Sajak. He's still got 80s hair, though. True. You know, if this movie were in high definition, you could say it was in 80s HD. <laughs> oh, is that is that good enough? No, that's not good enough. He's got an accent. He's okay. He's not good enough. He could handle. The <laughs> <laughs> he could handle the escalator, no problem. Oh wait, it clearly says employees only. Ah. Uh. No one pays attention to signage. These guys are breaking all the rules. Not that one. Not that one. That's the one. <laughs> That's the technique he learned from the guy on the plane. See, I was paying attention. I've tried that in hotel rooms. It doesn't work that well. He definitely has a scar on his right arm, by the way. It's no shadow. Wow, his kid's handwriting is terrible. <laughs> I mean, his kids are actors. What do you expect? <laughs> oh, shit. When there's an LED readout, I always assume bomb. Hey, limo man, I got lucky. <laughs> I love Argyle. <laughs> Brothers. I feel like that's not approved remodeling style. So this movie couldn't work without if you know if it was the iPhone era. Yeah, smartphones would uh would totally screw you over here. I mean they'd have like a cell phone jammer or something, right? Guns don't kill people. Those guys do. Those guys really do. Now, are they on the express elevator? And do they know how the elevators work? I like the part where they're still trying to be sneaky here. Like, I'm going to sidle out. <laughs> and I'm Merry gonna Christmas, menacing. Why did the folk... 
Oh, he doesn't even have time to put his shirt on. I don't quite buy Bonnie's reaction there. I'm going to look around patiently. Uh-oh. Now oh, they found another office to use, apparently. This just goes to show you that sex is dangerous. So you learn from every horror movie ever... Come on, Bruce Willis. Kill somebody already. What am I waiting for? I feel like he's going to need a better gun. And a bigger boat. <laughs> I've seen that one. <laughs> Nobody's noticed that they're only shooting upwards. I don't know. I see how cool you are when they start shooting on Mac weapons. <laughs> I will. You know, if you're going to use an automatic weapon, I assume you don't drive a stick shift car. I use standard weapons. Muskets. Oh, this phone Tut doesn't work either. <laughs> Shit, touch tone phone. I don't know how to use these. <laughs> yippee ki -yay. I was just guessing. <laughs> And now, Guys, a down. sermon from the Book of Mark. Will the real please, will the real Slim Shady please stand up? Can I get an amen? Amen. Can I get an amen? No. <laughs> They've never seen photographs. Don't worry. Now he's racially profiling. I know he's not that guy. That's me. Hey. <laughs> it's pretty qualified. so charming it is a pleasure to meet that guy he's got quite a voice I mean for do do doing right I don't think I love his facial hair though
couldn't be an 80s movie without a good Arafat reference. I was just thinking the same thing. That's where he buys his... Uh, I forgot my Guided name now. Guided missile intercept. These guys are seriously bad guys, Dan. We're not playing around here. Jeez. Don't think that these are like just, you know, not misdemeanor like, guys. These are bad, bad guys. Yeah, they're not like misunderstood guys. <laughs> Slightly naughty guys. Is this a musical? Yes. He's just going to come up here and play with the guy's toys. When he says Alexander, is he referring to me? Yes. I think he's referring to Alexander Goodenough. <laughs> I would be going with Alexander the Goodenough, but okay. That's a cool bridge. It is. Too bad they never built the real one. You people, racist. <laughs> Do you like being made dead? Socrates, BSD 9.2 Z level central core. I've used Ultra BSD. gate key. <laughs> There's no useful information on a computer. I like that there's a computer in the desk because that was what the future was going to look like at a certain point. <laughs> like pop up monitors in your desks. Right. Six-inch monitors ought to be big enough for anybody. Two colors are good enough for anybody. Green, black, what else do you need? This guy knows his shit. Really bad ones. I feel like if Bruce Willis was a little bit quicker on the draw here, this problem could be mostly solved already. I mean, those guys do have guns. But they don't know that there's anybody there. He doesn't know what's going on. And one of those guys is good enough. So you said I would recognize him right away, and I didn't. I don't, not because you, I, I didn't say you recognize him because you would know him from somewhere. I'd say you recognize him because he looks like an Alexander Gudunov. <laughs> oh, so is, is long-haired hockey guy Gudunov? Yeah, totally. Come on. Has he done other things? I, I honestly don't know. He was a ballet dancer, in fact. Good enough? Wow, and his defection caused a diplomatic incident between the United States and the Soviet Union, according to Wikipedia. Wow. Oh, Jesus. Do not let him get to three. Yeah, there won't be a four. FYI. One. 
ביג בת I like that guy. Of all the bad guys, he's the one I like the most. I'm glad that one of those guys is named Hans. Because I pretty much assume that they're all named Hans. <laughs> no, I think one is Carl and one is Heinrich. Neither of them was called Hans? I thought one of them no, was there, called there Hans. No, there is a Hans. Okay. Alan, Alan Rickman is Hans. Okay. All right, Hans Gruber. Indeed. Not to be confused with Jan Gruber. <laughs> He's in the sequel. There is a Gruber in one of the sequels. <laughs> is serious it's a transporter when I hear this melody I mostly think of that old ad for the stars movie channel that's what I was asking John McClane and Winnie the Pooh have a lot in common. I was just wondering, does he have a Wilson in this movie at some point? Meep, meep. It wasn't floor nine. <laughs> I'm a genius. I'm a crime fighting genius. Ha <laughs> ha. 
Uh-oh. Yeah, I have the sweatpants and the glasses, yeah. I know a little German. He's right over there. Now there's room for me to dance. <laughs> I thought his brother was the dancer. We're not friends. I couldn't be friends with anybody who wears those glasses. It's a great pack that he's got there too. Like the Does he go to like law school? That's where he keeps his MacBook. I totally trust his promise. Much. Doesn't even look. He's a pretty clear promise breaker. I saw that. Oh, they're going to have to redo all of this. That's not up to code. Oh. Heads up. <laughs> you told me he had a strong head. It's relevant. I feel like, it's once a, again... It's a sweatsuit. That's even worse. I feel like John McClane could have handled this a lot better. Ooh, Wilhelm. Wilhelm screen. Yeah. Probably not great. Go get his machine gun, dude. It's been a hard day killing guys. <laughs> Was he just playing Jingle Bells? Whoa, does he have to wear those? I mean, for that. <laughs> Safety first. I don't know what that is, but I'll keep it. <laughs> I was just robbing the guy. <laughs> While he's at it, why doesn't he take his shirt? Where's the wallet? He's wearing a vest? Nope. California. <laughs> I guess that implies he wore his sister's shoes at some point. Oh, man. You're, you're right, Santa. If he never gets any shoes, what happens if he starts to encounters broken glass? It's bad news, my friend. Did he take the machine gun? Yes, he's wearing it. Oh, yeah, there it is. John McClane ain't no fool, my friend. 
clearly he needed no help on how to operate these elevators. By I mean, the way, Jesus, he's an elevator operating master. It's jammed. Yeah. By the way, kids, don't try this at home. I killed him, I mean. Uh, he did sort of join them for the rest of his life. I'm going with Jerk Store. Now I have a machine gun. Why did he think they needed to know that he was there? Now he can spy on them. Do you think he'll get those tattooed on afterwards? Yeah, so he'll never forget. The sequel to Die Hard is Memento. <laughs> Pretty sure this is the movie that made riding on the outside of elevators cool. I've always given that concept the shaft. I leave that alone. I was in uh, Europe recently and they call their elevators lifts and I was thinking to myself as an American haha they call it a lift even though they don't describe half of what it actually does not like us in America where we call it an elevator and then I realized how foolish I was you don't call them descenders <laughs> only half the time He wants blood, by the way. Yeah, he's hungry. In a cup. Maybe with a straw. I'd rather have like a shamrock shake. I would, but he's dead.
Oh man, Ellis is going to totally try to throw McLean under the bus. That's what I'm worried about. Hey, nice view. <laughs> it really is a shame that none of these people has an iPhone. Dorof? Where's Dorof? <laughs> it's new Darfur. Hey, those are real phone numbers. <laughs> and if you have any, I'd like pepperoni. Smoke them if you got them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What's with What's with the disrobing? movie ends when John McClane falls off a building. <laughs> Twinkies, they don't make them anymore. No, they do again now. I They're know. back. Oh, it's that guy. It's the dad from uh, Family Matters. F- family does matter. And Argyle oh. is basically like Urkel, right? <laughs> yes. Only way cooler. AM, PM. I don't think those guys actually liked each other. No, he's not. He's still walking to his car. This guy's a liar. Just going to take a look down there. Yeah, it looks fine to me. This is how I played the part in Swan Lake. <laughs> Sneakily. I feel like that's not the most effective way for him to hold that gun. Well, depends where you're trying to shoot. Oh, that was pretty effective, though. That was a lot of bullets. It's your biggest fan, John. (laughs) Took the words right out of my mouth. I will avenge my brother. Through dance! (laughs) It's cool that they all speak sign language. They all have green hair. 
Don't try this at home either, kids. Oh, it's a long way down. Sneak, sneak, sneak. <laughs> this is the part where there arose such a clatter, I think. Oh, great. <laughs> More property damage. I like the uh, decision not to subtitle all of their weird German. It, back in the 80s when they wanted people to be smart and learn things. Don't try this either, kids. I think it's safe to say that none of this movie is a really good education film on how to live your life at home. Well, not at home, but what if you're in a building that's overrun by terrorists? He's going to abandon the gun? He's thinking about survival, man. I don't think that's the right move. I was listening to that. It's my favorite show. Oh, Jesus. Stretch. You know, back when he uh, stole that dead guy's or injured guy's gun, I guess dead. Would you say that he was rifling through his possessions? I'd say he's a strapping young lad. It would have been really good if I said that at the time. Oh, no! Nice save. Nice quiet save. <laughs> now he's just venting. Crawling through vents happens way more in movies than it does in my day-to-day -day life. This is the original, I think. Wow, that is a very powerful lighter. <laughs> you think this is the invention of the trope? I think this is this is I think the one of the earliest examples and certainly one of the most popular examples of the vent trope. I mean, and I like that the vent is actually a, a reasonable size. Right. Like, sure, you could fit through it if you're, like, really painful. It's not like you can, like, crawl on your hands and knees. Right. It's like you really got to, like, pull yourself through there. We call it ventropy. 
We don't call I it would that. say this is the induction of the trope, if you will. I will. Perhaps the seduction. Well, he ventilated that. It's going to be really hard to keep this place cool now. Holy smokes. <laughs> oh, now we've gotten clever. Polizei. Political science majors. The most dangerous of all grad students. I know what it means from a poem I had to learn in seventh grade. Eins zwei Polizei. Dry fear. Offizier. Wow. That's a terrible poem. He keeps going. Fünf, sechs, alte Hex, sieben, acht, gute Nacht. Neun, zehn, lass uns gehen. Elf, zwölf, kommen die Welf. That's pretty much all I remember from Remember when that shirt German. was white? <laughs> been here oh man they're cannibals <laughs> all he has to do is shoot at the police car everything seems fine I'm not Colin, I'm Hans. <laughs> I'm looking for Steve Urkel. And I want to know, did he do that? <laughs> Run! <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Bugs. Man, this guy's good. Jason Schnell. That's what I heard too. I didn't know he was in this. He's very young. They wanted to know about OS 6.
Uh-oh. How do these elevators work? This guy wanted to be in Scarface. Good advice. I was so close. Boy, that police officer is going to be so embarrassed when he finds out what happened. It's not frightful, it's L.A. He just called you dummy. Couldn't be better. I'm saying just shoot at that police car one time. All right, they sort of took my advice. <laughs> Those cars are not designed to be driven backwards, by the way. <gasps> oh, geez. That's terrible. And ruined all those Twinkies. No, they're indestructible. William Atherton. I think the message might have started to get through there by the end. Jeez, it the fuzz. Do they think? Do you think they practice that the road blocking thing? You know, it seems like they're doing it prematurely because the other cars can't get by. But God no damn it, officer. guys! Inconvenient timing, my favorite Al Gore movie. It is a long movie, so he's kind of right. Wow, that shirt is so dirty. Oh, that's why Glenn Fleischman likes this movie. (laughs) 
That last one makes some sense. What happened to C's one through three? Polo? It's <laughs> exactly how I would try to find him. Mr. Mystery. I'm a Franz Gruber. I've never seen any of those. Oh, <laughs> that's the famous line delivered. I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Oh, wow. You don't eat, tell Harvey to eat it right before he goes snow. on there. Hi, I'm Harvey, and I'm about to eat it. Hello. <laughs> I hate you. The glare of death. He hates me. So much running. <gasps> he loved that bag. Oh, shit. That was a Prada. But you cult me. Including the Colonel's secret recipe. some cigarettes badass perpetrators would be a great name for this movie 
Makes that more would, sense than Die, die Hard. Hard. Die Hard 2, badass perpetrators. See, they're not partners. Drill it. Drill it good. <laughs> you know, this movie probably could have benefited from one thing the Beverly Hills Cop had. The neutron bananas? dance. Neutron I was guessing dance. bananas. You were close. <laughs> Who are you talking to? John McClaims. <laughs> I don't have a chain, sir. You don't think it's occurred to you? It makes a hell of a martini. Party time. Oh, reruns. I enjoy being closer. She is a braverman. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Yet. <laughs> Alexander Goodenough? It would have been done. Thank you. Wow. Misogenation. <laughs> She's from Rio de Janeiro. Wow. <laughs> Wow, this is some serious poetry. It's breaking into the mini bar. The knuckle what? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> well, I definitely need alcohol now. He's got a phone though. 
I right, know. I've, se- I've seen this movie, but there's no phone on the inside. But he's on the inside. He is. Oh, he's in the gr- he he's in the garage. You're big on demands. What about the women's? Now that's a terrible, terrible police work. Lights, camera. He thinks you're a priest? For the surprise party! (laughs) What did all those wires you ripped out do if all those things still work? Cut off the outside world. He's barring off Christmas. It's symbolic. That's going to make Jesus very cross. (laughs) I love these giant computers. Control data. Don't just read data. Control it. Did they cut the lines for all the computer communication? (laughs) What computer communication? It's 1988. He can't update his Twitter feed. No. <laughs> oh, man. Hashtag is help. there a diehard Twitter feed? Because that would be great. Stuck in this freaking building. Pound sign, Nakatomi. I love these guys. I love that the police in this movie are total freaking idiots. Popcorn, peanuts. Oh, God. I'm so hungry right now. Hey, there's Forbes. Maybe that's where he read about the guy. He's totally going to get a snack. We call this comic relief, Dan. I'm relieved, comically. Oh, I want that fucking Hershey bar. I don't think Argyle knows how garages work. I call it a car hole. Also, I think that guy is aiming up there with a shotgun, which doesn't really have a lot of effect because they don't really... Get a lot of distance off a shotgun. Loading dock. That's what my Mac says when I turn it on. Stop. Hammer time. I tried. I drove around. (laughs) I mean, I've pretty much done everything I can do. Don't look at me like that, bear. (laughs) (laughs) That bear is Wilson in this movie. He's bear's name.
chocolatey. <laughs> I don't think that's a legitimate command. I don't think so either. Maybe they're also promoting this a movie part is embarrassing. Years later, when they can't figure out how to open doors. Yeah, authority doesn't come off looking very good in this movie. <laughs> Make a nice creme brulee while you're at it. The doors are made of glass. Just shoot the glass. Why don't the officers hear that they should just pull back? I don't get it. They're going to send in the car. It's okay. Is it car 54? Car 54, we're, we're in a truck. This guy is so chill. That is not an RV by my definition of the term RV. I want one of those. I think he wants pasta. I He's in the descender. Whoa, whoa. Don't be a hero. <laughs> so much snell in this movie. You just put that down anywhere you'd like. Oh, you're in charge. Speaking German. So can you pick these up at your 7-Eleven or... Well, he sees him, so his vision is just fine, everybody, in case you were concerned. You should really open the window first. Wow. You know what? That car costs a lot of money. Is he playing blackjack? He asked you a question. Wait, you already broke the glass. How does that work?
<laughs> Worst pain acting ever. More comic relief, I guess. <laughs> this is what I think of technology, pal. I'm surprised Geronimo motherfucker didn't catch on as well as UPKA. <laughs> he may have had a bigger impact than he intended to have. God? John McClane is the bomb. You know, I wonder if they use C4 in this movie as a promotion. If you're going to see one die hard, C4. It's on fire. I've never met a Gruber I liked. Volkswagen leadership? Argyle looks a tiny bit like Black Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I'm just going to plant that seed in there. Nobody named Dwayne ever got respect in a movie. I didn't realize it was that kind of movie. It's basically Philadelphia. <laughs> it's terrible. It's clearly not. It's in Los Angeles. Seriously, Ellis, you're still doing coke. He's way overpaying for his Egg McMuffin. Spicy talk. That means the same... Oh, never mind. <laughs> what can you give me? 
a million dollar deal for breakfast. Look at the shoulder pads in his suit. I'm looking at nothing else. Hebes. I'm a heeb. Use a fountain pen? Isaac Newton. Ellis is a dick. Ellis is a dick. Is this really the best use of the police frequency? He really likes Twinkies. She's already painted it. Two fillies. My wife's having a girl. That's insensitive. <laughs> Weird. I feel like Ellis has to get dead. Wait, is that new Coke? Old. Does the guy who plays Ellis ever do anything else? He's around. I think he does character acting and guest star work. 
I want to punch him. One last Coke. All he does in this movie is Coke. (laughs) (laughs) They're really excited to see you. can't even read the lines more ass talk from an 80s cop movie He means shit. Play some songs for him. A pony. pony. I love Hans Gruber. I'm glad that you specified. Not just any Gruber. Just Hans. I call my broker. It is. 
Do they become buddies in the next Die Hard movies? Like, do they work together? I I don't want to give away too much. You might want to watch Die Hard 2. That's not going to happen now. Yeah, I don't think so. Agent Don was a stripper down at the local... (laughs) Totally going to make out with the FBI. Wow. That guy's really insubordinate. (laughs) 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 No, you're not. Ah, Robert Davy. I strung a lot of Ethernet cord. Mary Christ? What kind of place is this? The Eternal Dilemma. Flashlight or gun? It's like being at the cocktail party with the glass and the plate. It's just like that. And the gun. The knee bone's connected to the thigh bone. Wow, he's good. Now it's a buddy comedy. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, you should take credit. He's done a pretty good job. Right. Is it? Maybe a little bit. Depends on what you're getting caught for. No, it's William! Don't do it, McLean. with your powers of deduction right now, John McLean. If he can talk without the accent some of the time, why doesn't he do it all the time? It's not stupid, just reckless. If he knew who he was, why didn't he shoot him sooner? He wants to see if he'd give up any information. Oh. Not good enough. <laughs> no, it is. I'll show you a daring fireball.
Oh, you don't She's speak German. She's Shoot the glass. Jeez. Talk about glass holes. What is with these hockey pucks? I'm pretty sure this is where he's going to have to walk across the glass in his bare feet. Well, I guess you should skate to where the puck will be. I don't have anything. Oh, you can't put that on TV because then they'll find out that his wife is in the room. Carl's doing all right, right? He seems okay. <laughs> I thought she was going to say handsome. Pro tip, that's, don't run over broken glass with no shoes on. That's horrible. A fucking anvil. The technical term is a fornicating anvil. Oh, you're not picking glass out of your feet right now or anything. all about feet with him right now.
This is dark, man. Hmm. Don't worry, John McClane shot plenty of people in this movie. I'm guessing the kid with the ray gun was probably a bit of an asshole. I mean, it was 13. Most 13-year-olds are. Spoiler, it was Argyle. (laughs) He's fine. He just, you know, he got shot. was grazed. As a union issue. D-A-R-K. <laughs> the United States fucking government. I call my wife. (laughs) Otherwise, the guy's going to step on me. Hey, it's a computer. We should get us one of those. Seriously, it seems helpful. Well, that computer's still on. It's so beautiful. And now for the redeeming moral of the movie. That wouldn't make any sense. That's really painful. (laughs) (laughs) Fully armed. 
and operational. Yeah. We got a room full of hostages in there. Not to mention John McLean. For me, we call it. <laughs> the other one. Man, what can you earn 20% on these days? This movie is really from the 80s. Oh, his shirt's so dirty and see-through. Screw her. <laughs> I cheated on her 18 times. I'd like to document each time in detail. Really? It took you a while? I see dead people. <laughs> Literally. I'm tearing up here. Well, I've seen your day, so that is definitely true. How he's just quoting shitty poetry. How will she know which John? It's that was really long. Because <laughs> I cannot remember that. <laughs> I wonder what the ass watching. Gruber? John Gruber? Yes. <laughs> I left the souffle in the oven 45 minutes ago. Get back to where you once belong. <laughs> this whole thing could have been avoided if they've just hired a legal immigrant. It's not the time for pull-ups, guy. Come on. I'm impressed that he can still do a pull-up.
Oh, he's finally good enough. <laughs> Why didn't he shoot him right away? He's more unprofessional. That's my job. Oh, that radio is new. <laughs> oh, this is a barrel of fun. The lesson learned is, if you have John McClane in your sights, you shoot right away. Oh, yeah. I'll never dance again. <laughs> the way I danced with you. Nobody puts John McClane in a corner. Shit. <laughs> E.T. Sacagawea. That was unnecessary. <laughs> I'm a madman. You know, if this were a romantic comedy, they would totally have made out right then. That would have been quite the twist. He's going to step on your hand or kick the gun away. I've seen this movie. <laughs> Not literally. Ooh. I think The Karate Kid should be our next movie after that move. Oh. Hi. Oh. Laying some pipe. <laughs> the FBI. Yeah, they have no idea what to expect. Good job, FBI. There must be, you should have just told him there was like a sale upstairs. <laughs> I miss him. Uh oh, you kicked him right to the gun, dumbass. Oh. You shouldn't have to shoulder that alone. Bloody hell. No. Bloody John McClane. I understand. I used to be a ballet master. They called me the Nutcracker. Nobody's watching you. You could run away now.
moving on up to kidnapping town. You know, all he has to do is go for McLean's feet. <laughs> I believe he just told him he was going to fucking eat him. <laughs> oh, Carl, Carl, Carl of the jungle. Now they're buddies. Don't call me Sarge. (laughs) (laughs) They're horrible people willing to sacrifice many innocent lives, but they're funny. You got to give them that. Surprise. This guy's covered in blood. Stop talking me. I heard that when they made this move, they used only live ammunition. It's true. It, it's He's a method actor. Oh, now he's hosed. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, I don't like this idea at all. There are screaming people coming this way. Until the sequel. Spoiler alert. Did they get the helicopter? Ow. Oh, more glass.
What a way to die. After all this. I didn't quite follow what happened there that he stopped getting dragged by it. He untied it. I think not. (laughs) That helicopter's probably fine, though. (laughs) It's been rendered rudderly ineffective. Thank God for that water feature. (laughs) Wait for it. Uh, that might be my favorite line from the movie did you know it was coming oh yeah it's a line that sticks with you that's good (laughs) sorry good timing there's just nice timing done in this movie Lex I've seen this movie like seven or eight times last time I watched it was actually a couple Christmases ago I made my parents watch it my parents do not like action movies but they actually enjoyed this so they do like action movies no, it's just this one, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Like might be strong. I don't think they'd watch it again. She can't hear you, John. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. Darn it. It's his first time driving that limousine. Everyone's a hero. Really? Really got to kill this black on black violence. Oh, bear bonds everywhere. <laughs> Put your hands where I can see him. <laughs> mm. No, it's John McClane. You'd think you'd recognize him.
McLean, not Wayne, dumbass. I don't get it. <laughs> fly professor snape fly wait see i think a lot wait. of this movie is good i think <laughs> i think that fall face wasn't that great that's another good line Dwayne robinson think, gets a lot of good lines do you think he's okay oh she doesn't whoa whoa bloody oh Come god on. so gross oh, you're getting it all over her Oh, they had fireworks and everything. Look at all the money that people could just pick up. Somebody's dreaming of a green Christmas. Hey, oh. <laughs> I cannot imagine the cleanup job. Well, keeps a lot of people employed. Thank God the fire department made it. Wait, does he get to meet the Family Matters dad? He better. Are you Al? I am. I'm Officer Al you, you can call me. You can call me Al. I didn't know you were black. <laughs> Awkward. It's really about r racial harmony in Los Angeles with the police department. <laughs> what, they can't even speak? No, he's going to push his wife aside and just make out with him. He's doing the Eddie Murphy <laughs> laugh. <laughs> I've been shot there. I have literally been shot in my shoulder. You're stepping on my feet. You're full of glass.
<laughs> Come on, Al. In the end, he just wasn't good enough. They call me Al. Short for Alfred. <laughs> he puts the pow in Powell. <laughs> I think I've all forgotten all about that 13-year-old boy. I could really use a Twinkie right by now. Why didn't you do that like two hours ago, Argo? <laughs> I brought my own limo. <laughs> They're not more worried about other potentially living bad guys? Huh. Seriously, do you see the Joseph Gordon-Levitt thing? I do. I do. Where's the bear? That's a really good question. Wow. It's just a just a good a feel-good Christmas movie, Lex. Now, we did have some innocent people die, right? We had the two FBI agents. I mean, were they innocent? They were. A Deverell White was Argyle, just in case you were not clear. But um Terrorists. I like the terrorists get a separate block. Were there were there other innocent people who got killed? I don't count Ellis as innocent. Uh, I don't know that there were any that we saw. Big Johnson and Little Johnson. I I don't think we saw any of the other hostages get killed, right? Because right. Wow. It's basically just terrorists. Devorah White does not look the same now. I mean, again, twenty five years ago. He was Aristotle on the TV series Head of the Class. Oh, wow. I remember that show. Do you remember Aristotle? Vaguely. I haven't seen that show in years. All I remember is uh, Howard Hessman, who was the DJ from WKRP, was the teacher. And then later, Billy Connolly was later the teacher. He also played three different characters on Little House on the Prairie. Deborah White. He did. That's... There's something... (laughs) I can only think of terrible things to say about it. Yeah, I'll just let it go. (laughs) It's actually it's a good thing because they meant that they thought that <laughs> diversity was important on the prairie. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, so shall we? Something. Are we just gonna are we gonna, are we gonna launch into this? Yeah. We can, well, we I'm can... I'm gonna stop this because I don't feel like I That's need to fine. see the rest of the credits. Uh, they're not that important. Yeah. So we've watched Die Hard, Lex. You've seen it for the first time. I have. For the last time, or just uh, well, you know, I, I don't know that I need to see it again now that I have seen it, but I enjoyed it. I did not expect it to be. Uh, funny the way it was at times, mostly intentionally funny. Like I had said, I, I the uh, the Alan Rickman death scene did not quite work for I, me. I, I think that's a I think that's a, a a trademark of the time almost. I mean, part of it I think there is a special effects like they're trying to make the drop look realistic, and I think right. the compositing stuff it probably helped to slow it down at that point in time. 
But yeah, it does come off looking a little bit comical. I will say that that particular scene is used as a flashback in the third movie, <laughs> which is kind of hilarious because then it looks even a little more dated. Right. But I mean, your point your point about funniness is interesting because this, I mean, this movie almost single-handedly, is my understanding, invented sort of the action comedy like as we know it today. Interesting. It did not really exist as a genre before that. I mean, yeah, there there were sort of action movies that had comic elements. I think of like things like James Bond. Right. You know, but like the blockbuster action comedy like genre did not really exist before that. And of course, Bruce Willis before this movie was primarily a comic actor because his big role was moonlighting. Right. Which so, I've never seen. Which but, it's very good. It's well written, I have to say. But apparently it's ruined when he gets together with uh, the actress Sib- whose name is Sib- Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd, right. Sybil, her later sitcom, also an action comedy, though most people don't realize that. I just remember the promos where they would say Sybil's on Sunday on CBS. It was alliterative. Sibilance. I yeah. Well, you know, I um I liked now see for me the it wasn't the the lousy effect that bothered me or the slow mo that bothered me. It was I well maybe it was a piece of the slow mo. It was the it was the facial expressions, the I'm going to shoot you because I'm still here and I have my gun to the oh shit, you've unfastened the thing and I'm about to start falling and die. I found the the transition of emotions on his face is what I found the most unintentionally comical. Wait, are you insulting Alan Rickman's acting job? Because that sir will not stand. Listen, he was he was excellent in Galaxy Quest. I hear he was fine in Harry Potter. And I think he was good for 97% of Die Hard. I just didn't like his death scene. All right. Well, when he comes back in the next... Oh, sorry. Spoiler. <laughs> he does, does he really? He, do, he doesn't come back. <laughs> he's, well, he's dead. They did show good enough coming back to life for a I second. will say, and I don't think this this might spoil it. I'm trying to decide. It. Do, are, do you think you will... Let's Before I spoil anything from the rest of the series... Do you think you will watch any of the subsequent movies? Yeah, I hope so. Okay. I want to see the whole series. I won't spoil spoil it. Listen, I feel like spoilers, once you've gone, I don't know, say 20 years beyond the release date, you are no longer allowed to worry about being Well, that's fine. But at the same time, you know, I think if you've gone 20 years without... Yeah, exactly. If you've made it that far. And it's not like people are constantly going to be talking about this right now. So if someone else spoils it for you, fine. I'm not going to spoil it for you. Um, I think you're suggesting what, what I'm predicting here is that Gudenov is going to be like the the lead <laughs> bad guy. Alexander Gudenov comes back in the third one, and he's a cyborg. You're lying. There's no way to prove it. <laughs> well, there is. <laughs> You'll just have to watch it. I will say this: I have seen the next three. I did not see the one that came out earlier this year, which but, I heard was not very good. But is, I will is that probably Justin watch Long it. In that one. No, Justin Long was in the fourth one. And then Shia Le- like some some no, uh, in. I don't know who's in the some guy plays his son in the in the new one, which takes place in Russia, I guess. Huh. Um I have not seen it. I will probably watch it at some point because I am a fan of does the he, Die Hard series. Does he stay married to Mrs. Braverman? Uh there's there's some ups and downs. Okay. It being married to John McClane is never simple. Oh jeez. I hope she doesn't get killed. I mean there's lasting effects from the glass in his feet. Like he's got some PTSD from the whole thing. He's got a bullet wound now. I mean, like how much trouble could he possibly get up to in the future? Wow. Well, I liked it. I, now, do people when people talk about it as a Christmas movie, they mostly mean that jokingly, right? It has almost nothing to do with Christmas. Well, it's it's set at Christmas, right? I, I like don't it as really a, think of it as a holiday movie. I mean, I do sometimes. I like to watch it at Christmas, but it doesn't, you know, is there a Christmas message? Like, I don't know, don't shoot kids with ray guns. 
Yeah, well, really, I guess the lesson there is don't give the kid a ray gun for Christmas. Always be prepared just in case terrorists attack. I mean, this is also interesting because this is a terrorist movie from, like, the 80s schools of terrorism, right? Like, right. Like, Back to the Future, the Libyans, you know? it's This is very different. Like, you couldn't really make this particular movie today based on everything that's happened in the last 15 years. but And it really didn't seem like they were true terrorists, right? At the end of the day, they just wanted the money. Oh, right, right. Absolutely. They were thieves. But think about all the procedures and all the stuff that would be, you know, right. done to combat terror. Like, terrorism is kind of a joke in this movie, right? Like, oh, the terrorists, they kidnap people, you know, they hold the Stockholm Syndrome jokes and, and stuff right. like that, where it's, it's not really taken that seriously. You've got the FBI's incredibly... The FBI is incredibly aggressive. The police department is bumbling, right? Like right. they don't have, they don't just do truly anything, incompetent. Right? So there is a certain amount of like satire in this too, which I yes. think is what what elevates it beyond many of its compatriots. Is that a theme that carries? Is that sort of cultural awareness and criticism and sarcasm? Is that a theme of the Die Hard? I I wish I could say it was. I don't think that I don't think the rest of the the movies have done that well. The rest of them are more like sort of you know fun action movies. Um, there's there's some relation, you know, character stuff in some of the later movies, but a lot of them are just really just action blockbuster. See, I'm okay with it. I mean, I don't watch a ton of action movies. I don't have any objection to it, but for me, I feel like if I've seen, you know, one shootout and one car chase, then, you know, unless they're exceptional, I can't get that excited about them, especially in the modern movie making era where it's so many quick cuts right. and things. I can barely keep track of what's happening, <sighs> like gunfights and fist fights. I I can't even. I can't. Well, it doesn't scan for me. I don't know. And what's that, and that's why I think this movie is really great. I mean, this is kind of the action movie par excellence for me because it really, among other things, you have this very human hero, like right. the thing where he keeps getting, like he gets beat up and shot and whatever, but like, and he keeps going. But it's not like he keeps going invulnerably, right? Right. You I would know, like to have seen him suffer or, or show the suffering a little bit more, at least at the end. Like the fact that he walked over to the guy instead of just letting family dad, family guy dad walk to him. Family matters. Family matters. Dad walked to him like his feet have to be killing him. But yes, I think you're right. The fact well, that he is he's not right. he's not Rambo. I mean, you've got the standard trope of everybody shooting and nobody hits anybody. But you know, he certainly, you can see that he is suffering in an increasing amount of pain. I just wanted him to be like dead on his feet by the end. Well, and he's pretty close. I mean, I think he's, he's, you know, running on fumes at that point. And there are that scene, that scene where he's like holed up in the bathroom, right? And he's like, I'm done. You know, he's pulling the glass out of his feet. Like there's, he's always sort of been an everyman who gets caught up in things. And I think it gets, obviously that gets more and more comical as the series goes by. You know, because how does the same thing keep happening to him? Right. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you know, he's he's likable because he's just a regular Joe, not like a super spy or anything. So besides the fact that it was funny, another thing that surprised me was uh, I had no expectation that two actors and two characters thus would utter the, the famous yippee Kaye motherfucker line. Oh, I'm glad that got to take you by surprise. Cause, yeah. I mean, so I, I remember watching this movie once. I had already seen it. I watched it. Um, I was watching it on British television when I lived in Scotland. It was on. It was on the you know network in, TV there. In British television, do they say Yippee Governor? It's it's dubbed entirely in British accents. <laughs> Oi! <laughs> That's all I'm gonna do. Um, no, but the it was it was on TV, so they they did dub over the swears. Um, and so it it in that one it was Yippee my friend. Right. Um, there's another one. There's a really good one somewhere where they you know. 
shoot, I'm trying to remember what they what they dub it over as in one of the uh, English versions, but it's it's something that's like yippee monkey friend or something like that. I think uh, I think Jason Mother Russia is one that I'm seeing. Well, that's Mr. that's Falcon. the tagline, Mister Falcon. I think. <laughs> um, yeah. So there, I mean, there they there are some bizarre. Uh, like when you're trying to do the swear dub, and there's a lot of swears in this movie, which I think is, interestingly enough, something that happens more in 80s action movies and like 80s, 80s, 90s R-rated R movies. I feel like these days there's like a ton of violence, but like, like cursing is used almost to sporadic comic effect in like an action movie, right? Right. Like, I mean, I saw the uh, the latest Fast and the Furious movie. I hadn't seen Why? any of those before. Um, I was worried the continuity would be an issue. Um, but why, why did you see? It? I, I went to see it with a friend just for just for kicks. He okay. he enjoys them because he finds them ridiculous and kind of entertaining in their ridiculousness. Right. But like I can't even I think about that and I'm like I don't think that they even swore that much in that movie. I mean it's it is kind of weird to look back at the '80s and feel like profanity was a little more acceptable in some ways. Or maybe it's just that I don't know. I don't know. It's not even acceptable, but like it was just something that got it really distinguished a rated R movie from like a PG movie. Right. I, I, yeah. I mean, right now it's it probably I, I don't know what Fast and Furious is rated, but there's a lot of times now if you want to get the PG thirteen so you can get more kids in, you have to limit. You get one fuck right. sometimes two right. fucks and that's it. So there's a lot more of that now um, since they realize that PG-13 movies make I guess money. I guess Fast and Furious is only rated PG-13. Yeah, so that's so you were right then. You were right about this swearing. Yeah. Well, the best, and of course, the to me, there's still a, a really, I think my favorite use of the one profanity rule, um, I don't. I doubt you've seen this movie, but um, the most recent X-Men movie, there, which is a PG-13 movie, I believe, um, there's one scene where a guy just goes like, fuck off and it's it's a perfect it's a cameo that's the cameo guy's only line in that movie and it's it's executed perfectly who has the cameo um hugh jackman ah um so yeah there's is a pl- i mean is he playing the wolverine at that he point? is playing wolverine they come to recruit him like they're they're doing a montage <laughs> did, where they did, go did saying recruit. the wolverine like was that really embarrassing just now no okay they, that's the name of the movie that's coming out this summer is the Wolverine. All right, good so yeah, they come to recruit him in a bar, and like they're recruiting all these mutants, and they walk into a bar, and he's sitting at the bar, like smoking a cigar, and they're like, "So," and he just goes, "Fuck off," and they're like, "Okay." So that is funny. It is a well done cameo. Um, so yeah, I, the, there's a lot of profanity in this movie. There's a lot of violence. There's, there's a, lot, a of, lot of violence. There's a lot of people dying. Yeah. Um, it's funny how quickly they make Ellis despicable, and you want to see him dead. He does a great um, job, man. Yes. I will say, you know, it's the same. You meant you referenced Bond before. You see the same thing here, where there's a lot of, I could absolutely kill you right now, but instead I won't, and the movie will go on longer. <laughs> yes, the exposition. John McClane should be dead like four times by the end of this movie. Yeah, there, there is. I mean, it, it falls prey to many of the tropes, but it also sort of, you know, it started many of the tropes, right? It's that's, popularized so many of them, right? And or at least it was before they were so overdone. So I'm right. sure you try to put yourself in that mindset. But it was an enjoyable movie. I liked it more than I liked Beverly Hills Cop. I would I would agree with that. I mean, I, of course, I've seen this many more times. Than I've seen Beverly Hills Cop, but I feel like it's it's a better made movie. I will say, you know, it, in some of those scenes, like maybe when he's picking the glass out of his feet and he's giving that message to the other officer over the phone, and you know, tell my wife this, it might have benefited from a little do. Just in the background. Neutron dance? Somebody should mash that up. No neutron dance. I'm going full axle left this time. I mean, I would have liked to see Eddie Murphy 
like as a cameo like in the background like running around while like while the cops are out like dealing with nakatomi tower yes axel axel you gotta get to nakatomi tower nah nah i got i'm gonna stick a banana in this tailpipe that's right not um, lots of great lots of great little little roles in this movie too there are no little roles in this movie only little actors that's right. there, are no, <laughs> there are no little actors in the movie. no i mean like william atherton Peter Dinklage? yeah <laughs> william atherton doesn't even get like that much to do as the uh he's the reporter the right the news reporter yeah i i will say i thought the news anchor was excellent he has like four lines in the movie and they were all good yeah it's it feels so eighties now too. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, but I feel like the the battle between the anchor and the reporter is an age old. That's just that's universal. Yeah, that just constantly happens. <laughs> what is it? What, what does he say? Is in Sweden? Oh, is Helsinki. It, is it Helsinki? Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, that the, the other thing that's one of the things that's great about this this from a filmmaking perspective to me is that almost everything that's laid down in that first like twenty minutes is relevant in some way like it's very economical like they mentioned the part with like the watch right like oh she got this watch it's a rolex like and the watch is the thing that holds up hans gruber in the last scene like there's there's little things mentioned all along the way that end up being relevant in some way and i think that's to me that's impressive there's not a lot of extraneous stuff everything sort of comes back in one way or another um do you think insurance covers the rolex i you know filing that claim I don't know if that counts as an act of John McClane or what. I think they call it a John McClane. A John McClane? Yeah. An act of John McClane? Yes. But, you know, I think you're right. I think it was it was economical in that sense. And I also just found that the pacing was really good. There were no times where you're like, let's get this scene over with and move on. Like, yeah. And honestly, I mean, it's, it's obnoxious, but you can see some sort of adolescent audience members getting bored if it were just a scene where he's pouring his heart out over the phone and saying you know tell my wife this and i'm giving up but the fact that he's also pulling glass out of his extremely bloody feet makes it's, some, that scene it's something work for on a different level right and there, but there's a you know I, I felt like there was very little downtime i didn't quite get what the plan was when they were carrying his wife around since i thought he thought that john mcclain was dead by that point insurance <laughs> right a john mcclain a john mcclain but uh yeah there was it, it just felt like you know and it wasn't, you know, the, the steady, constant adrenaline where you feel like you can't even catch your breath because there were moments of comic relief and uh, moments of downtime. But like you had mentioned during the movie, there was very nice timing, nice beats for, you know, both spoken line punchlines and for effects and explosion punchlines and everything it was good. I thought it was a well-made movie. People should see Die Hard. I don't know why they wait so long. <laughs> 25 <laughs> years later, Lex Friedman has issued his verdict. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. For Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, well, it's, it's all right. I'll give it a uh, give it like a B plus, A minus. What are we gonna watch next time? That's a great question, Lex. I think we're due to watch something that I have not watched, and I don't know what that is because I have not watched it. I uh, are you pulling I'm, up our master list? I'm open to anything. I'm I'm a little bit leaning towards UHF because that's probably the movie that you haven't seen that I know the best. But that's I'm the really movie I haven't seen the most. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dan, thanks so much for showing me uh, Die Hard. If I was going to watch it for the first time after all this time, I'm glad I watched it with you. And if I were going to watch it for the ninth time, I'm glad that it was you or somebody very much like you. For Dan Morin, I'm Lex Friedman. For Lex Friedman, I'm Dan Morin. Is that true? Mm, I can't prove it. <laughs> this has been Not Playing with Lex and Dan. <laughs>